0: just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Earth Keepers podcast. During the month of November, I had the pleasure of hosting a series of calls on Zoom with Earth Tenders Academy students that we called Inspirations for Healing the Earth. I truly love hearing from students about all of the different ways they're discovering and remembering their own special skills and magic through this course and wanted to share some of their stories with you. If you missed those calls in lifetime or felt like you needed to listen again to take it all in, you're in luck because I'm going to share these discussions here on the podcast over the next few weeks. I always remind students on our monthly live calls to do their best not to compare themselves to others. We all receive intuitive information differently, and if we focus on how someone else is doing it, we may totally miss what's special about how we can do it. And I think these conversations illustrate that perfectly. You'll hear how people are using technology to do healing work with the land, channeling intuitive artwork to explore less tangible concepts, using crystals to transcend time and space, and working together with others to heal pain and trauma held in the land for generations. I hope these discussions inspire you as much as they've inspired me. And with that, I send you to listen to my conversation with Deborah Lee, an earth tender and naturopath from Tennessee, who is working with specific frequencies to do healing work with the land. Do note that towards the end of our discussion, she shares her screen so that you can see how a reading looks on her computer. If you'd like to actually watch this portion of our chat, there's a link in the show notes to watch the recording on YouTube. And now, here's my discussion with Deborah Lee. Well, hello and welcome everybody to Inspirations for Healing the Earth. I am so glad that you're here joining us here this evening um, or joining us from some point in the future in another timeline when you'll be joining us live almost. Oh, I see. Okay, I see a Facebook comment. Tiffany says she's um, joining from Wisconsin. Okay, so I can see Facebook comments, which is great. Uh, And Robin from the Eastern Shore of Maryland. So wonderful. OK, so my intention for this, you know, it's been interesting because I realized that I have all these wonderful conversations with people who send me DMs or conversations that happen in our earth tenders, kind of office hours calls um, and those types of things, uh, email conversations, just all kinds of things that always like get my brain going and uh, make me feel really excited about what we're doing and, uh, you know, the different types of the different ways that we can work with the earth. But all of you don't always get to hear all of those experiences and and all of those stories. And I just thought, you know, this would be a great opportunity to have a series of conversations um, with people who are doing this work besides myself uh, to just really stimulate our creativity, inspire us and give us some things to to think about um, wherever in the world you are, wherever you might be working with the earth. So I'm so happy to see so many of you here live and so many of you that signed up to join us this week. Um, And again, I want this to be a very uh, casual conversation. And uh, if you have questions, please put them in the chat or in the comments on Facebook. Uh, If you have something you want to share, let us know. I do have it set so that you can't unmute yourself so that we don't have a lot of external conversations that might pop in. And so uh, raise your hand if you want to actually speak and I can unmute you and there should be, I'm never sure exactly where where that is, but you should have a feature <laughs> somewhere to raise your hand or if that's not working, type it in the chat that, that you want um, to pop in and, and share. So with that being said, uh, I would like to introduce our guest this evening, Deborah Lee, and uh, I will let her come on the screen here in just a moment. Uh, but Deborah is a member of the Earth Tenders Academy and uh, is a naturopath and energy healer uh, in Tennessee and uh, was sharing on one of our calls a few months ago about how she was, um, some unique ways that she had been inspired to work with the water specifically in her community. And so I'm excited for our chat and for all of you to hear more about this as well. So welcome Deborah, let me uh, take you off of mute.
1: Hello. Hello, we can hear you. Yay, and hi everybody. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. This
0: could be fun. Yeah, thank you for joining us i'm super excited we had a really fun zoom chat just the two of us I don't know a couple of months ago just just to chat (laughs) and just uh, to hear more about um, kind of the work we're doing and I walked away with a whole bunch of scribbled notes, um, (laughs) as I think you did as well, and so i'm excited for this conversation. So um, to start with, I mean, just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, maybe some about your journey from your spiritual awakening.
1: I'm a naturopath and I've been working with clients and noticed that the emotional component seems to be primary to whatever's manifesting in people. So I started learning about different ways our bodies will signal us that there's something going on and I started learning about the connection between uh, the emotions that we're holding in the body and and I was just like okay how does our emotions create the manifestation of physical dis-ease in the body and through you know the spirit's just amazing how just one thing led to another and it's through the waters our waters hold memory And our waters is what holds the manifestation or will manifest whatever it is that, say, we're believing, you know, I am unworthy. Well, my waters or whatever I'm speaking over my waters, my physical body, it doesn't know that I'm just kidding if I say, well, I can never afford that or I'm not worthy of that or whatever my attitude is. My body doesn't know I'm kidding. My water doesn't know that that's not really what I want. But somehow this mechanism has the ability to create what I'm saying or what I'm believing. So that led me to learning more about frequencies. Now I have a bioenergetic machine that I can read the frequencies in people's bodies. The older machine I had was more about picking up pathogens, parasites and germs and stuff like that. The newer one that I got ended up picking up spiritual components and emotional components. so if you're struggling with grief and you have lung issues, they go together. We store grief in our lungs, anger in our liver, fear in our kidneys. So all of this was connecting. While at the same time, I started hearing the trees in my yard talking to me. (laughs) And I was just like going, oh, my gosh, this is like the craziest thing. So just relaxing and going with it, I started just taking notes, and then I found your classes, and I was like, "Okay, I'm not crazy." (laughs) (laughs) uh, The spirit is so good to just reassure us we're on the right path. And I have a lake near my house that I go to. You know, after I see my clients, I like to go down there and unwind. It just really helps me relax, and. One day when I was sitting down there, I thought I heard the water talking to me. <laughs> and I was like, going, okay, I can do this. This is, <laughs> And um, so I can scan you. All right. We all have a- Yeah, Tell us a little bit more about this machine and kind of how okay, it works, because so I'm sure a lot of people are curious about this. <laughs> we have, each one of us has what we call a unique identifier. And that is your name that you're called right now, your date of birth and where you were born. So like uh, you have a favorite radio station, right? 94.1. You have to actually tune it in on the dial to hear the music. The music's in the airwaves, but you have to tune it in. It's the same thing with you. I have to tune in your specific dial, which is your name, your date of birth, and where you were born. Once I do that, I can read your frequencies. I can read everything that's resonating in your energy field. And do what you
0: have it? so do you say the person's kind of information at the beginning or they say it to kind of help make that attunement
1: Well what I do is I have the ability to intuitively with I use a pendulum to mm-hmm. check the energy of all your organs before you and I will have a meeting so okay. I'll see what organs are you know operating at 30% versus 90% and that sort of thing so I already have a general idea of What questions I want to ask you where we're kind of going health-wise? I can also figure out what your overall energy is, you know, what your emotional heart is, and that sort of thing. So it kind of gives me an idea where we're going. Mm -hmm. So when I do the scan, I'm then at that point just kind of looking at causes. Why is your pancreas low? That sort of thing. Why is your lungs low? Is it a parasite? Is it a germ? Is it virus? That sort of thing then in the system, what I can do is I can put in the remedy for whatever that is and broadcast back to you, the remedies. Mm, so okay. I can balance like a ho- the homeopathic energy. remedy.
0: Pardon me? Uh, like a
1: homeopathic remedy. Correct. Or yes. yeah, the, yeah. whatever frequency yes. <laughs> the remedy is. It's a, it's a frequency. Yes. Okay. Everything Got is it. frequency based. Yes. So I was like, okay, I can do that with people. And I also scan dogs. I have an animal tray where I can scan all animals, but I've only done dogs so far. But so I thought, okay, well, let's try the lake. (laughs) If it works on people. (laughs) So at first, I didn't know how to put in a unique identifier. So the lake near me is Old Hickory Lake. So what I did was I put in Old Hickory Lake in my zip code because that was the only thing I could think of at the time to create some kind of identifier. That seemed to work okay, but when I took one of your classes and I forget which one it is now, you were put a link there to the EPA uh, website about water tributaries. Yes, and it lists all the unique identifiers for all the lakes and the streams in your ah, state. Yes. So it's I, got it,
0: it. Uh, fi- I think it's called Find My Waterways. EPA's yes. Find My Waterways,
1: if anybody yes. wants to look it that was, up. It was a, Which is a great resource
0: all on its own because you can put in your location and it will yep. show you any pollution, um, you know, with, what tributaries and what waterways have been polluted, what kind of tests have been done, the types of pollution that might be in there. So. Kind of a cool connection that that
1: that that worked for what you were looking for. (laughs) Well, and it was amazing, too, because when I put in my lake, it's a really big lake, and it's connected to the river, the Tennessee River. An offshoot of it had been listed in the red. So there were areas that needed to be worked on. I have not gone back. I noticed that most of the stuff is from 2018. So I don't know mm-hmm. how often they update those uh, reports, but yeah, hard to um, say. I went to that particular area and I was a, able to do some work on the water there. I'm not really sure. So we got a couple of books. I think we talked about them, Water mm-hmm. Codes. Yes. And yes. then the other one is Healing Energies of Water. Yes. I'm still working my way through that one. <laughs> yes. In there, the one fellow talks about water holding memory, our frequencies for eight to 12 weeks. Mm. So I've set it to update the frequencies every 12 weeks. So I'm not really sure how long it takes to actually create changes. Now, if I scan you, I've noticed that if I scan you in a week, not much is going to change. It takes about three to four weeks to notice a difference in the shift in your energies. So when I was doing the lake, broadcasting frequencies to the lake, I hadn't really noticed much of a difference. And I had taken a little bit of a break. I have another project I'm working on. And a friend of mine went over to this particular area that I had spent a lot of time And she sent me a picture and I'll post it afterwards. And I wanted to cry because it was, the water was beautiful. It was crystal clear. You could see the rocks underneath. I was stunned. I, I just couldn't believe it because. So what I do is I take my notebook and I go and I sit at the water and I just ask, is there anything that I can do now? I don't scan it before I go. I just go and I listen first. And. This one particular area, I heard that it was feeling neglected Mm -hmm. and it was really glad I was there. So, I also have, besides the unit that I use for my clients, I also have what's called a Healy personal um, device, which I take that one, it'll broadcast frequencies. I take that one to the lake with me. Okay. And I also take some distilled water with a lithium crystal in it. So, what I can do is, once I figure out what the lake is asking for or what it needs, I can scan it with this Healy device, and then I can imprint the frequencies into the water, the remedies, and then pour into that the distilled into the lake. Water.
0: Water.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So the lithium quartz, I was listening to a channeled message, and this person was talking about lithium quartz being good for purifying water, which, you know, again, it the timing was perfect because I was like, okay, what what else do I need to do, you know, to help? Yeah. So yeah, it's working. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's amazing. And when you, so when you take the Healy and is it H-E-A-L-Y? Yes. It's spelled Mm -hmm. H-E-A-L-Y. So the Healy device. So you're using your intuition and you're listening and you're getting it's like this little, little thing. It's not very
1: big at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nice size to put in your pocket. And And it works with an app on your phone. So yeah, I take that with me too. Yeah.
0: So are you, you know, when this play or this particular location said it was being neglected, are you then looking up the frequency to broadcast to affect that? Or are you
1: placing it on the ground and like reading it in some way? So I don't have to place it on the ground. What I did was I put in with the Healy device, you take a picture of the area mm-hmm. um, and you put in the name and then you can scan it. So once oh. I scanned it, what it said is it came back with, I got my notes here. It needed the chakras balanced. Okay. Figure. Um, <laughs> it was concerned about its beauty. It needed a bioenergetic balance. It needed protection, energy. And Pain and Psychic came up. Those were the top five. So what I do is I add minerals and cell salts and any kind of like balancing of any kind of chemicals and toxins, the remedies for that. So once I see what is showing up, there was a lot of emotion there, concerned about the beauty and protection and psychic pain. So I ran Bach Flowers. Bach was a doctor who... Took care of military in the hospital, and he noticed that the soldiers who got flowers healed quicker than the ones who did not. So he ended up eventually giving up his practice and started studying flowers, the components of flowers. And um, he has broken them out into different flowers for their healing capacity. So uh, there's a Bach flower um, portion on this unit. So each flower represents something different. So I run the flowers. So it's getting some emotional support for that area, plus detoxing whatever's in the water. One particular area that I went to that's still on this lake, this lake is really big. I went to all the different parks and campgrounds that were connected to this lake. And one of them, the lake was angry about the noise pollution. And I thought that was really interesting. And I really had to comfort the lake that it provides uh, rest and relaxation to people, and they bring their noisy toys, and I apologized, you know, for the noise, and it shifted the energy when I did that. It's astounding. It really, I'm
0: telling you. It, it really is, is amazing. And, and you know, I've been, I've been re-recording all of the, the Earth Tenders uh courses uh, or lessons and was reminded, you know, some of what I had shared in, in one of those lessons as well about that, you know, we oftentimes think that there's so much we can't do, right? Like I can't solve the noise pollution problem, right? Like the the ship has sailed, the <laughs> whatever has happened, I can't fix that. What am I, what am I going to do? And I find that to be the case over and over again, that a lot of times it's just a matter of having an explanation, having a conversation and talking through what's happening and A lot of times that's that's it. The spirits are like, oh, thank thank you for letting me know or thank you for letting me know that person I really didn't like doesn't live here anymore or whatever the case may be. And so I just
1: love I love that you're like feeling the energy from that. Like you said, it's like you think you can't do anything, but I hadn't even broadcasted frequencies. I just talked to the water and you could feel the shift in it, you know, just to know that you have that kind of impact. It's astounding. It's astounding to me. I mean, it's like, and the more you do, the more you want to do, you know? (laughs) Right, right, right. Well, and it's so interesting too, because I think this is the perfect kind of
0: intersection of, you know, so many of us are, you know, really are just doing this work all intuitively or psychically or however, you know, you want to explain it. And we're pretty sure we know we're getting these messages or we're getting this information, but like, you don't not really know. Right. (laughs) And so, I just think like if you talk would talk to most probably rivers or lakes, uh, many of them would probably say the things that then came back in your results of your scan. You know, like I'd like to be recognized for my beauty, and you know, I'm I need to detox. There's an issue here, like those, and and so to have that physical representation of like what the the frequencies, what the electromagnetic frequencies of a place are saying is like that perfect marriage of what we know, what we're feeling, what we're picking up. And then kind of that other piece to be like, yeah, you're, you're getting it. (laughs) Like, this is what's needed. And, and then to, to broadcast the frequency, which if you think about it is really what we're doing in any kind of energy work or healing work. Anyway, we are channeling or kind of getting getting out of the way of allowing a frequency to yeah. um, come through and you know affect change at the
1: cellular level for for lack of
0: a better term so
1: well taking your classes and then doing this work with the water I have started doing now properties you've given me the confidence to move Yay, forward and I'm to so, out. Um, <laughs> so that and that's been it's the same thing I'm picking up the emotional component and I ended up getting a couple new, what they call trays in my, my scanning, the one I use for my clients, I use for like homes and property like that. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a real estate tray and the weird and unusual tray, but it will, you know, (laughs) tell me if like somebody died there or if there's any entities hanging out, you know, that sort of thing. That's coming up on the Healy as well. Not the Healy. Oh, the other machine. Yeah, it's called New Vision. The one that I use Vision. on my clients is called wow. New Vision. Yeah.
0: So what kind of things, I mean, are is that are you finding that when you're connecting with properties in that way as well?
1: Yes, ghost, uh, dark entities, curses, poltergeist, you know, that sort of thing. I started, and are you, feel,
0: are you feeling the same energies kind of before you do the scan? Like, do you find that the scan is kind of corroborating what you're already picking up?
1: Yes. For me personally, I have a hard time. I find it difficult to connect with the land if I am being resisted by dark entities. Mm-hmm. So it, it's almost as if I need to clear them first. So I've been clearing that before I do anything else. I have a couple businesses that I've scanned. One person owned it. The other person leased the property. And I was told when I went to clear the entities of the Mm -hmm. property that uh, they had legal right to be there. Mm. And this was the person (laughs) who leased it. And I said, "Okay, that's fine. You go to the boundary of the property and you leave the people who are leasing it and all their customers alone. You just are only allowed to stand at the boundary. I thought that was pretty cool. I felt really sassy. (laughs) Tell them how it works. I was like, Amy has really created something in me. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Give them their rules. Tell them how how it's going to (laughs) be. This is it. You cannot cross this boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It is true, though. I mean, there's certainly there are energies at play. And I have found it the case, you know, if there are energies that they know I'm coming (laughs) and they and and they don't really want me coming (laughs) to this place. That there will be, you know, either the things that, you know, hold me up or keep me from, you know, starting the reading or will kind of sap my energy at the beginning yeah. or those types of things. So it is, I mean, I definitely find that on occasion where it's like, oh, we got to deal with that before. I always call it peeling back the layers, right? So we like that's one layer. We got to resolve that one. And then we can move to some of these other layers. So so um, I'm only
1: halfway through your classes. Do you talk about that in any of the, the back end? Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When we get into the um, specific like methods of healing work and how to go through, yeah, we definitely talk about that because it is and everything, you know, and as I'm sure you're seeing too, like every property is so unique and different Mm -hmm. that after a while, there's things where you're like, oh, I've come across something similar to this, but for the most part, like, oh, this is new. How do I, how do I deal with this? And so we definitely kind of talk through, you know, how, how to peel those layers back because when you're, you know, somebody who's living at a property where you're having issues of some kind, you know, people don't necessarily, they, they don't understand sometimes that It's like, well, there's one thing that's causing this issue. And then there's another thing that's causing this issue. They just feel it as like one big issue. And so, it really is sometimes a matter of getting in and it's like detective work, right?
1: (laughs) Like, let me figure out this
0: and then, okay, now we've resolved. Now, show me what's causing this other thing because it didn't come up in this other piece that we just worked on. So yeah, it really is quite the process sometimes to figure out what's been going on. So So
1: I I was going to change from naturopath and just self-declared health detective because that's exactly what it is. You You just got to, put all the pieces together you know yeah
0: and you know what a good example of you know when sometimes I think we're thinking like what's my special gift or how you know whatever and here's a perfect example of that's probably exactly what you know you're you I'm sure have a a very special gift in you know getting to the bottom of you know health issues like you're saying and but then you're being used to do it in so many different ways not just not just one way that we, you know, I think we all want to hold on to like that one thing. And (laughs) as you get into it, you find, oh, there's five or six different ways that I'm sharing this gift. So, (laughs) so Kendra asked in the chat, if this would work with trees too, which I assume it would, but uh, have you had any experience
1: scanning trees specifically? I have not. I'm just not sure. The thing of it is in the new vision, you have to have a unique identifier, which is 14 to 15 alphanumeric digits to be able to scan it. And unless it's labeled, there's no way to scan it or broadcast back to it. I think for me, just talking to the trees and then scanning the property itself, I can broadcast to the property because the property will have a set address. That way that's the unique identifier and I can broadcast back to the property. So the trees and themselves can tell me part of the puzzle you know what is needed here or this happened here and you know that sort of thing um yeah. But I don't know that you could specifically broadcast directly to the tree I'm not sure how you would do that
0: I was thinking in my mind maybe ask the tree for its name and then you could kind of write it on a little sign but Crystal said in the chat maybe you could use a GPS location so that might not be the worst idea either <laughs>
1: Well, the GPS, though, is still it's just going to give you coordinates or an address for us, which would be the tree and the land. Really? Yeah. In that spot. It wouldn't be. It would that would encompass all the trees of that particular property. So, yeah,
0: I don't um, know how close I don't know somebody who and maybe Crystal, you know, something that can pinpoint like how close does GPS get? I'm not sure if it's like
1: a foot or if it's like (laughs) a 100 feet, you know, how big of a. I wonder if you could do like latitude and long, longitude, if that would be able to, how you could transpose that information into a unique identifier. I'm not really sure. Yeah. All right. Well, if anybody else has a new
0: vision or a Healy or gets one and experiments with the trees, you have to let us know <laughs> how this works. Uh, Jennifer says maybe the botanical name and location. Yeah. Jamie was saying also maybe thinking about asking the tree its name or asking, yeah, how can I identify
1: you in order to do this? Maybe it would give you just a series of... <laughs> so, so for me though, scanning something and then broadcasting back to it, it has to have like a unique name or number. So okay. I would have to put a tag on the tree yeah, for it that to be able sense. to receive the frequencies back. Yeah. So like when I scan a dog, they'll put like the dog collar on and write on the dog's collar say this one lady her dog is sweet pea and then she'll put her phone number so that's the unique identifier so it's on the collar so it's like that's where the frequencies go back to the animal that has the collar so i'm not really sure how we would do that through the tree, you know just intuitively just sitting under the tree you can you know talking to the tree. there's a lot yeah. you can get
0: without yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just broadcast your own frequencies to the tree yeah yeah and yeah good point randa says what about how trees entangle their roots is it necessary to be an individual or could you ask if it's a collective issue because yeah probably with a tree you're never dealing with just one yeah. individual they're always going to be and I live
1: in Tennessee, and we have trees everywhere, you know. So yeah, the collective root system, definitely.
0: Yeah, Jamie says put a collar on the tree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's plausible, totally.
0: Tell us a little bit about your experiences though with dogs, because I think I'll bet there's lots of people saying, Oh, how does this work with?"
1: <laughs> so do the dogs today I lot? did four dogs. This lady has four Russell Terriers, and it has amazed me. This one dog, his name is Rowdy, is like an emotional dynamo. He has more emotions that show up when I scan him than anything I've ever seen, more than any person. Wow. And it really has amazed me because I know that dogs have emotions, but the complex motions that show up when I scan this dog really surprises me. What I've learned is our pets are there to carry our frequencies for us. To help us. So Mm -hmm. if you're struggling with sorrow, your pet is going to help carry your energy. So that whatever you're struggling with will show up in your pet. It's like their emotional support is not even, doesn't even encompass the magnitude of what our pets do for us. It's amazing.
0: It really shows, you know, that connection that we have with them, you know, on on some level, we we know how true that is. (laughs) Yes, yes.
1: But the same thing, I can, you know, scan the dog, like her dogs, she lives on a cattle ranch. So they're forever getting into, you know, rodents and, you know, eating cow poop and, you know, just doing dog things, you know. Right. So one of them ate a mole. And so the mole <laughs> had some some nasty bacterias. So I was able to address that and broadcast frequencies back to him to help remedy his gastro (laughs) upset, you know, and uh, yeah, (laughs) they're funny. (laughs) That's amazing.
0: And yeah, I know. I mean, it's so interesting about animals. We actually just this morning, we're we're kind of joking, but but also truthfully. So uh, our cat doesn't sleep on the bed with us all that often, but when she does, we always feel like it's very specific to help us with our energy, uh, that like, she knows we need something. And so then she'll lay on and usually on one of our feet. So we say, Oh, she's grounding, grounding us and, and helping us with our energy. But my husband said this morning, he says, Oh, she helped me with my knee last night. My, uh, my knee was really hurting and I knew she was up here to, to help me with it. And it feels so much better this morning. And I said, well, you better go give her some Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> Give her some of that energy back since so she helped you out.
1: <laughs> so and, they say uh, that cats and horses have the highest frequencies, land animals, besides dolphins and whales, but oh, cats, sure. cats and horses have the highest frequencies. So yeah. that doesn't surprise me that uh, she jumped up to help. Yeah. Yes, yes, I wanted to make sure that that she was getting a little
0: a little energy back after.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, you know, if they are since they're taking
1: so much on, you know, I think it, it probably can so affect them over time. Energetically, too, they're really sensitive to trauma. so. Say if they've been in the room where you and your husband were fighting, or some type type of traumatic event happened, they will carry that trauma. So it affects them just like it would affect us, or like a little child. So they carry that trauma. So that has to be dealt with as well when you when you're working with them energetically. Yeah, Um, like fear. I see a lot of fear shows up in um, certain dogs. So yeah, they. Do you get the sense different.
0: that they're able to more easily kind of uh clear it out of their system uh, naturally or do you feel like
1: they kind of hold on to it for a long period of time No they're pretty sensitive and um work really well with the frequencies I see a shift there's a shift quicker in animals dogs so far than in humans now I don't know if it's cuz of them being smaller but I see a shift a lot quicker than I do uh when I scan people. That makes
0: sense. Well I think we get we make things extra complicated, right? We we, you know, we want to heal, but then maybe we don't want to totally let go of it or we don't, or maybe we don't want to make some of the changes and, you know, animals or and I always say the same about the land. I'm just like, oh, okay, well yeah, let's just, let's just fix this and and get back to bal- a balanced state. Uh and so animals are must be better at doing that probably than us
1: as well well I think you're right they don't complicate it you know yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah Crystal says and I can't see all the participants on Zoom but she says I love how the participants cats are now showing up on Zoom links as though to amplify the message that they are helpers so funny (laughs) all the cats and all the houses are like are you speaking of me Here I am. <laughs> yep. There's Jamie. Oh, Karen's says dog just showed up. Uh, I also <laughs> wanted to know, how How do you clear trauma in dogs? Is it similar with the sending of the frequencies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're scanning them for kind of what, what they're
1: holding or so, what, what they're being affected by. You've heard the term squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever is bothering you right now, that is what's going to show up first, Okay. okay. So we deal with that. It's like peeling back an onion. We take care of that component. So say the energy of your kidneys are struggling. We look to see why. Well, you're not digesting proteins properly. And there is a fear component. So we address the fear component. We put in the remedy to help with you to digest the proteins. We add support for the kidneys. And then once you do that, then the next stuff will show up. So, it's like whatever's bothering you the most at right now, that's what shows up. Okay. So, what I do is I put in the remedy and then rescan you. I mean, right then, just to see what now is showing up. And I keep doing that until you're completely balanced. So, a lot of times, like people, when they first get the frequencies, like the first couple of days you might feel a little tired. I don't know if you've ever been to the chiropractor. Huh, you get an yeah. adjustment now, all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're aligned and your your body's like, oh my gosh, you <laughs> <in laughs> a lot of whack. This is weird. You know? <laughs> so, but then after a couple of days, you're like, oh wow, you know, I feel like I haven't felt like this in a long time. So mm-hmm. it takes a couple of days to get adjusted to being in a line, but all your frequencies now are balanced. So it's the same thing for your pets. So what if you're struggling with fear, fear blocks your kidneys from functioning properly. So it would be the same thing for your pet. So we address the fear. There was a gal last week, I did her two dogs, and one of the dogs showed up with having a bee sting. So I put in the remedy for the bee sting, and there was a fear component in there, but I couldn't figure out what the fear was attached to. There was no explanation of what the dog was afraid of. So after I got the dog balanced and we got off the call, she said she was talking to her dog, Macy, and was apologizing for the bee sting. The dog had been licking her paw, okay? And she said, and then I went, and the dog jumped up, got freaked out, and took off running. And she said, okay, I know now what it's afraid of. It's afraid of bees now because it was stung by the bee, oh my gosh okay
0: well that makes perfect sense so it's probably just walking around the yard like it always does and get stung by a bee and now it's like (laughs) what if this is gonna happen every time i go
1: outside yes yeah well and you can imagine if they got a really good sting in the the pad of their paw or even in between you know that would hurt really bad Yeah. And uh, she'd been licking her paw for a few days. That's why she had me scan her. You know, something's going on here. Right. She she lives near the ocean. So she was thinking that maybe the dog was having like she gets yeast infections quite a bit. Uh Um, But no, it was a bee sting. Oh Wow. And the machine picked it up. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So it's so Crystal has the question that that was on my mind as well. And that is, wouldn't it be great to just have one card or I guess, you know, like frequency called balance that you could put into the machine and then that's the remedy for everything. So have you thought about that or is there something along those lines? Because I have some thoughts on it as well, but I'm
1: curious. Well, so there are frequencies. I have a list. I don't know where I put my list. But it's the list of uh, the sofegio frequencies. I can put those in. Mm -hmm. Those I can put in. And that will do a lot to bring balance. So I broadcast that to all my clients. That helps a lot. Typically, I start with the emotional component. Usually, the emotional component balances the sofegio and the emotional component. You know, there are remedies called brain balancer, heart care blend, polarity balancer, There's one for your energetic field, Miora. There's different things that I start that those are my Mm go-tos. I work on those first. And if I'm still not able to get you balanced, then I go after, like if you have a tapeworm, you know, I'm going after it or hookworm or a strep. You know, sometimes people have a strep bacteria that has been there for a long time they have a low-grade infection that nobody's ever caught Mm -hmm. um, that never actually went away it just lays dormant and comes out when you're tired or yeah emotional trauma that's happened so it's like it's just kind of hiding there you know so then I'll go after it it'll show up the little stinker will show up. (laughs) (laughs) Can't hide that well. (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
0: Can't hide the frequency and you can't hide from frequency, which is very, very, you know, fascinating. It's in your energy
1: field. It is there. You can't
0: hide it. Right. And that's what I'm finding. I mean, also to this, to this point is that with a lot of properties now, I'm just being told, just go in and anchor your frequency. And sometimes there is like do you toning or uh, play a singing bowl or something. So kind of along that idea of like bringing a frequency in and it's exactly that kind of balance balm, I guess you could call it of uh, anything that's kind of out of alignment, just like snaps right back in. And so instead of kind of having to do all this picking and prodding and whatnot, it's a lot easier. And it is just kind of like, uh, hey, everything come back into alignment with this resonance. And from a, I think it is like it's a lot easier for the land and probably animals, too, just to go, oh, you know, it's almost like a like a shock to the system of like, this is what it's supposed to be. And then everything comes back into alignment. So,
1: well, um, I think, though, I think it's good to address the different components, mm -hmm. even even though uh, the land, the water animals aren't as complex as we are. I saw that when I was addressing the lake for the noise pollution. Now Mm -hmm. I could have just said, put in remedies to address any kind of toxins and that sort of thing. But the emotional component was, it was almost as if the lake needed to be heard, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: and I would agree with that. Yeah. So
1: it does need to to be addressed in some sense, you know, you know, I don't think, you know, you need to it, yeah, it definitely
0: depends on what's going on. Is it a yeah. slight out of balance or is it, I mean, yeah. Or is there like an, an entity there that needs to go away that probably isn't going to go away because I told. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. you know,
1: it reminds me of, I was listening to this teaching about balancing your chakras. So I did all the things it talked about balancing all of your chakras. Well, I was like whacked out and feeling sick for the next two weeks. And I was like, what in the world is wrong with me? And after just sitting and listening, I was hearing that my body was not ready for every single one of them to be balanced. I had not addressed the emotional component of the imbalance. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I wanted to hurry up and get it done, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. trial by fire.
0: (laughs) So, Randa says, I'm a student of Paul Seelig, and he channels the guides. They do participatory higher frequency energy attunements. And my cat can be asleep in the other room, but immediately comes to be on my lap. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. The animals know. My cat's actually deaf, but she loves if there's singing bowls being played or anything. I mean, it's definitely like a fruit, she can feel the frequency. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, Marie says. Um, okay, I have to ask. Have you done any work with the corona?
1: <laughs> yes, the a million, million dollar question. share. Sorry, <laughs> what's That's that? Not, yes, but I, I we have to be careful what we what we share. Um, good point. <laughs> yes, but yes, good to know. Yes,
0: <laughs> it is another um, organism that is functioning on a frequency. That is for sure. That's
1: correct. That is correct, <laughs> and everything has a remedy.
0: Very true. Very, very true.
1: And our bodies were created to heal themselves. So we just need the correct information to our bodies to heal it.
0: In order to do that. Yeah. Karen says gnomes came home with me last night and have been oh tweaking her dog out. (laughs) Any stories of that from your end? No, Mm -mm.
1: I have not come across that yet. Yeah. My
0: cat has been chased a few times by particular fairies. Really? And she's not a fan. <laughs> so the fairies stay outside of my house. <laughs> I don't mind if they come in, but she uh, they've chased her around a few times. She's not a fan. So <laughs> I don't know if that's... You may, you may have to ask the gnomes to stay outside, although your dog may go outside <laughs> as well to that. Well, area. in that
1: one teaching, you had said, ask the guides to stand at your door mm-hmm. to block. Now, so wouldn't the guides block the gnomes from coming in
0: or they could if you want I mean probably and I think it's the same thing of like you know so my guardians in particular they wouldn't necessarily see a fairy or gnome I mean unless they're up to no good they they would just be like oh they're fine they can be here Uh, they're not causing any problems so it would be like a specific instruction to say like okay sorry these guys can't come in so um (laughs) so you might have to try that with with the gnomes as well. So yeah, I, I've got it. I've got a, a direct message about which, which no or which fairy it was specifically, because it was kind of funny. It was our uh, it was in our first earth tenders Academy group. And actually, so I had done a property reading for somebody in particular. And that's when I realized like right before the reading, the cat was running from something, which she doesn't do. She's very like she stands for ground with anything. And like, it doesn't matter the size. It doesn't matter. She's a tough cookie. And so to see her running from something through the house and she was very scared and she was kind of hiding in a corner. I was like, what is going on? And so I got a name, you know, I said, who's chasing the cat? And I got a name um, and I heard that it was a fairy. And I was like, that's weird. I don't really have a lot of fairies hanging around here very often. So then, like 30 minutes later, I go to do this reading, and this house is just full of fairies. I mean, just like more (laughs) than I've ever seen. And so I say, okay, okay, there's too many of you, like, pick a, you know. spokesperson to talk to me. I can't hear everybody at once. And so if one steps forward to speak to me and I say, what is your name? And it's the name that I got that was who was chasing the cat. That's awesome. (laughs) And so I said, oh, my gosh, they were waiting on me to do this reading and entertaining themselves with the cat while they were waiting. (laughs) So a few I don't know how long it was, six months later or something. We're in Earth Tenders Academy and we have a call, a live call, and we do a reading or whatnot. And when I come out, the cat's doing the same thing. Which I hadn't seen for you know six months or whatnot, and so I said, you know, I think I posted in the group. Did anybody have a bunch of fairies show up? Because my cat is very scared right now, which only seems to happen with fairies. And sure enough, it was the same person in the same situation. So wow, uh, yeah, that's how that's how I narrowed it down to to know um know what it is and sorry i'm going back to the uh, questions cuz i think i missed a few here but that's yeah, crystal really says what we need to know um i think when we're talking about um some of these uh issues that we're dealing with is what is the right question to ask which i think like that's the basic basic in shamanism period sometimes it's learning how to ask the right question and i think sometimes it's just a matter of continuing to ask questions until you yep. get to the right one do you have that same experience yes absolutely Yeah. Let's see. Deborah mentioned a frequencies. How do you spell it? I assume you mean the machine. I'm not, if you can clarify, Rhonda. And Allison says, is a Rife machine similar to
1: yours? Yes. similar. So a Rife machine, though, cannot scan you to find out what you need. A Rife machine, once you figure out the frequencies that you need, you can program the Rife machine then to broadcast but the thing about Rife Machine, what it is designed to do is to kill pathogens. Basically, it is not really designed or set up to support the pancreas or support the gallbladder or that sort of thing. Okay. So you have to find out if you have, say, Giardia, and then you can put in the frequency to kill the Giardia. That's not okay. going to address any support or anything like that. So you have to really, you have to really know what you're doing. And then after you use the rife machine, you need to do a foot bath or some type of detox to help pull all of that out. There's a lot of components to rifing. I love the rife, don't get me wrong. But from what I've learned and what I've been doing over the years, to me, the emotional component is the biggest thing. Everything is driven from the emotions. So that's kind of where I go. I go after the emotions.
0: So, so the Rife just works on a, a more of a physical level, I guess, is what yes. you're saying? Okay. Yes. It's to kill pathogens. Okay, got it. So it has, it does similar things, but doesn't work or
1: doesn't kind of give you all the same information that your machine does. So, so just working I, on an let me tell you a story. When I had, I used to work with this at this health food store we did scans. It, I used a Zyto. From the Zido, I started noticing a pattern of emotions. So I started praying about getting my own machine, but I wanted one that would show the emotional component. So over, you know, while I was going to school, you know, different people would come in and, you know, show their equipment and stuff like this. I did this one demonstration. This gal did a demonstration for me and she was showing me what had happened. The technician did a scan of a girl. She was 12 years old. She had been to the hospital and doctors multiple times. They could not figure out what was wrong with her, okay? When the technician did the scan with this particular machine, it's not the one I have, it showed that she had an allergy. And it was an allergy. Then you do the next layer, it was an allergy to white rice. Then the next scan showed there was an emotional component to it. Then the little girl said, "I know exactly what that is." She said, "The day my dog died, my mom took me to the Japanese restaurant and I ate white rice." So every time she now has eaten white rice since then, her body is responding as if it was still in that trauma state of when her dog died. Wow. So it's amazing. The the emotional component is driving everything. Physically, that's manifesting in our bodies. I totally believe that. Now, I will say that, you know, people can curse and people can, you know, send frequencies, you know, we got the harp and all that other stuff out there, those sort of things can come in, but for the most part, it's our emotions that are driving what's manifesting in our bodies.
0: And how often do you come across where, or do you know if it's uh, coming through from a past life or another life rather than this life? The machine will tell me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I did not get that one. I really felt prompted in my spirit to wait. So I did wait. I waited almost six months and I came across the one I have now. So it does a spiritual and emotional and physical component to it, which has just been pretty amazing but yeah it'll tell me tell me past past life <laughs> what you amazing. were in a past life you know were you a thief or a gypsy or you know royalty everybody's just gonna want it for that reason now <laughs> yeah and it'll tell me what shoppers are out of balance uh just amazing stuff yeah yeah and and Allison, what's that? can you remind us what your machine's called it's called new vision N U V I S I O N, New Vision. Yeah. And then how does the Healy differ from that? Because you said you have the Healy also. So the New Vision has probably like 32,000 different things that can register and pick up in and around you. So the, the New Vision is more for practitioners, it's more of like a professional uh, type um, scanner. The Healy is a personal scanner. and. It won't tell you the pathogens that you're struggling with. It will only tell you what you need for support. It will scan and it'll show you what needs to be supported, you know, your skin, does your skin need frequencies, that sort of thing. So it does not give you the detail that the new vision does, but it's wonderful. I mean, I take it when I go to the lake, it really helps.
0: Yeah, it's so nice that it's that it's small and and handheld. And I just realized I missed a comment from earlier on on Facebook that came in when we were talking about I, I think when you were talking about the noise pollution at the lake and having that conversation. But Karen said, wow, that's what happened to me yesterday when I went to these falls. Part of it said it wasn't happy due to people jumping off the rock where they've been told not to. Many accidents had happened there. And so, yeah, I'm sure the rock felt very emotionally invested in in what was happening. So yeah. yeah, good yeah. To have a, a question. Now, I know we're coming up on the hour mark and I don't want to keep people too late here, but um, Crystal was asking if you can do any kind of live demonstration of this. I don't know if I'm brave enough to volunteer or if you have your <laughs> well, <laughs> equipment we here with you, but what, what do you uh, um, Yeah, I actually <laughs> left
1: it on. If we can figure out how can you, can you give me the screen? Let me get I it can. set up first. Hold on just a okay. minute. You do that. And then. um, And I'll bring up the
0: lake, actually. Yeah. And then um, we also have a question about if the new vision is simply man-made or been developed with uh, benevolent off-planet help. (laughs) Do you have a sense for
1: Um, how it was created? So actually, the creators initially created it to scan horses, like Arabian prize horses. Sorry, I'm just trying to No, go ahead. Get a wallet to watch get this, this load here. <laughs> and hopefully I haven't I haven't missed too many comments. I've been trying to keep up here, but so I'm not yeah, sure you ahead. know, who knows, right? <laughs> if it's uh, I think
0: a lot of these things, if nothing else, you know, it's the the creator is is
1: channeling some information that they have. Well, I believe it's definitely any any type of technology like this is such a gift. And Very to be able so. to. First to start thinking differently about our health, you know, and everything being frequency. You know, 20 years ago, I I'd never heard of any of this stuff, you know, all of this was new to me, you right. know. It's taken a minute to load so hang tight. I'm trying to That's all right.
0: I made you a co-host so see if you have the option to share your screen now.
1: Okay. While it's loading, we'll just
0: double check. And where That's would right. that be? Um, can you have my down? screen? Yay. Yeah, on the
1: bottom. Does it let you? <laughs> Okay, all right, we can see it. Hopefully everybody can see it. So this is the old Hickory Lake and this is the unique identifier number that I gotten off of the EPA website. Now I clicked select, it's supposed to open up. It is like not wanting to open. Oh, (laughs) there we go. Okay, what I can do is bring up a history of the last scan. So the last one was in October. So what I did was I set it to uh, the frequencies to broadcast back to it for twelve weeks. So over here on the left, you can see I can run affirmations, allergies, sensitivities. I can check your dental work. You know, are you having problems with your teeth, your spine, oils, essentials, stones, pathogens, planetary healing? Wow. Okay. It so is all encompassing. Yes. 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 So what shows up in the purple is what is bothering the lake right now. This is a parasite. This here is a bacteria that causes conjunctivitis. What's showing up is the remedy. So I automatically know that I need to add the remedy. Now this I already took care of. So this is just a repeat of the scan. So right here, it says limiting belief. I am not successful because I feel worthless. So what I do is I take and I list this limiting belief and then I transmute it to what it says here. I deserve prosperity, abundance. It makes me happy. So I'm able to transmute the energy of that limiting belief. So right here, I see that it needs minerals, manganese, copper, and cobalt. So I would just do more of a trace minerals, which encompasses all of them. So there's infection in the water. It's needing some vitamin C. We already saw a antibiotics in the water is creating a fungal infection. So you know, an overload of antibiotics then gives your body the ability now to produce fungus. Right. So I just put And, and do
0: you think those things are are literally like in the physical of? I mean, it would make sense to me that like antibiotics in the you know, water like getting into the water stream and flowing
1: yes. into the lake, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So like this is a a flower essence. Oh, well, look here. So untrusting is transformed to trusting, comfortable with, confident in. So there's something there's definitely, you know, an emotional component here to the waters. You know what people have done in and around. Now, there used to be DuPont had a plant on this water Mm -hmm. and the toxins and everything that that was just dumped into the water. Now the plant has since shut down, but the residue into that lake is just—it's horrendous, right? Um, kidneys, so it's not filtering, which makes sense, you know. Yeah,
0: Love well, it's just it. amazing. And you do—I so you kind of focus on the top level things when you would do a scan like this, then and, and so broadcast the purple those is what's bothering first. the lake
1: right now. But yeah, the perp, this mustard color, this is chronic underlying problems.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So it would be the same thing if it was you, if we Mm -hmm. scanned you. So the polarity is out of balance. Here's the bacteria that is prevalent. So if I click on it, it'll take me to what this bacteria is. And I can ask what the symptoms are for this irritability. (laughs) (laughs) It it felt like an irritable lake
0: to you to begin with.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Loss of balance. So it affects ability to hear. So, you know, if you take and you switch that around to an emotional component, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, really amazing.
0: Well, I'm going to say last call in the comments for anybody who has any more questions for Deborah. or, of course, I, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who are like, I want to work with Deborah now. <laughs> I have a cat or a dog or myself (laughs) as well. So um, do let people know um, how they can get in contact with
1: you, how they can connect with you or how they can learn more about your work. So I have a website. It's wellness bridge consulting. If you go to the website, what I do, the sessions, the pricing for all of that is on there. And then you can just email me through the website. I would be honored. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I just added
0: your, okay, thank you. Your website link in the comments. That was wellness bridge consulting and you're in Tennessee, but you work with people um, remotely as well. Yes. All over.
1: Yes. Yeah. I have people in other countries or houses too. or animals. Yeah. So I don't, what is listed on there for the sessions is uh war towards adults. Children is $25. Pets are $25. And I'm still working on coming up with a pricing for land scans. So you, you won't see those listed there, but that is the price for those. So just reach out to you if, if yeah you need something different.
0: Wasn't that a fascinating conversation? I really think this is a great example of how spirituality and technology can work together in this ancient future world we're creating. If you want to connect with Deborah, there's a link to her website in the show notes. And as always, if you feel inspired to join the Earth Tenders Academy with me and hundreds of others from around the world, we would love to add your magic to the mix. I've recently upgraded all of the content to reflect the energies of 2021 and beyond. And I've also added some workshops on specific topics like shamanic journeying, energy portals, and working with Bigfoot. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. I hope this conversation captured your imagination and I'll be back next week with the next conversation in this series. Have a great week, and I will see you back here next Tuesday. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other EarthKeepers from around the world in the following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.